good morning. What a wonderful morning. What makes it a wonderful morning? Because this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord this morning. We welcome you to our Sunday morning worship service. Those who are present here in the sanctuary as well as those who are watching virtually, we welcome you uh, to our worship service and in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our scripture this morning has been selected from Psalms 24, 7 through 9. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Let us pray. O heaven and precious Father, we come this morning, dear Lord. We thank you, Lord, for one more opportunity to stand in your presence, O Lord, and to praise your holy name. We ask, Lord, that you would touch our hearts this morning, O Lord, that we will leave this sanctuary, O Lord, with more of your spirit in our hearts and in our lives, O Heavenly Father God. We pray your blessing upon uh, our pastor who will deliver the word this morning. We pray your blessing upon the uh, choir and the musicians this morning that shall just bless us in music this morning. Oh Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that you fill this sanctuary with your presence. In your son Jesus' name, we ask it and pray. Amen. We have some items. At this time, the youth of Christ will come. Let the church say amen. Hey! 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 Hey!
Good morning. I'm Youth Deacon Dylan Stewart, and this morning I'll be reading from 4th chapter of Joshua, verses 19 through 24, and they read as follows. And the people came up from Jordan on the 10th day of the first month, and they encamped in Gagal, in the east border of Jericho. And those 12 stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch into Gagal. And he spoke unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What? What means these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel, come over to Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried out the waters of Jordan from, from before you until ye passed over it, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that is, the mighty, that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for being a mighty God that is everywhere, one that sits up high and looks down low, one that walks with us, talks with us, and orders our steps daily. We say a special prayer for the families that have been suffering from the loss of loved ones. Fathers, we ask that you intervene in a mighty way. Just keep them encouraged and remind them that you are the refuge in our storm. A very 
present help in times of trouble, Lord. We thank you for our pastor that will provide and spoke the words this morning, and we ask today's lesson inspire us all to remain faithful in our work of being the type of Christians that you created us to be. Lastly, we thank you, Father, for giving us our only begotten Son, Jesus, the true reason for the season. We ask these and other blessings in your Son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Who has the final say? Jehovah. Hallelujah. Come on and put those hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Jehovah has the final say. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Listen, before you go to your seats, go ahead and greet your neighbor. Welcome your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, glad to see them this morning. Glad that you're sitting next to them and they are sitting next to you. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. Amen. Amen. It's the Lord's blessing that we are here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the Lord's blessing that we are here this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the name of the Lord. Let that girl dance. She want to dance. Amen. I ain't going to stop her. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. If the spirits say move. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. What a mighty good God we serve. Amen. Amen. Good to be in the house of prayer one more time. Good to see each of you, my father's children. The Lord is blessing me right now, oh, right now, oh, the Lord is blessing me right now. I wonder if he's blessing anybody other than me. Oh, he woke me up. Did he wake anybody else up? And he started me on. Oh, the Lord is blessing me right now. That sound mighty good. Can we have a little church right there? Oh, the Lord, He blessing me right now. Oh, right now. Oh, I know the Lord, He blessing. Ooh, right now. Oh, right now, oh, you know he woke me up. Started me. Oh, I know the Lord, he blessing me. Right now, right now. Y'all help me sing that verse. Y'all know that he woke me. He woke me up this morning. <laughs> I was clothed in my right mind. Oh, Lord, he didn't let, didn't let me sleep too late. What did he do, y'all? Oh, he woke me, woke me, woke me right on time 
don't you know he woke and he started me oh the lord the lord the lord he's blessing me right now right now right now right now right now he's blessing right now he's keeping right now he's holding right now the lord right now he's good right now he's great right now the lord he's blessing the Lord keeps holding. The Lord keeps healing. The Lord, oh, he woke me up. Started me. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. This being the fourth Sunday, today we will recognize one of the two ordinances of the Baptist Church. Today we will observe the ordinance of communion. So those of you that are joining us by way of live streaming at home, if you didn't get a chance to come by to get the elements, just get you a small piece of bread or cracker and some juice because toward the end of this service, we will celebrate our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, his suffering and his death to make us all free. There is still time for you to support the Walton Elementary Book Drive. Donations of $20 or more today would ensure that each student at Walton would receive two books from the summer reading list. Kay Chapel will host her prom closet dress giveaway on Saturday, March 2nd, which is going to be sponsored by Culture Cares, and this event is open to local high school juniors and senior girls. Registration is required. So for more information, you would need to visit community events on the K Chapel website announcement page. Don't wait until Friday night, but go to community events on the K Chapel website to register. Women's Day weekend will be March 16th and 17th. Their theme, empowering women of God toward a divine purpose in 2024. Members are asked to pay $25 
to the Women's Missionary Society. And then on March 16th, women planned to attend the Women's Day sneaker brunch. And the attire is casual, and you can wear your sneakers. As a matter of fact, they're asking that you wear sneakers. Tickets for that event are $20, and they can be purchased in the old fellowship hall on the K or on the K Chopper website. So join us on Sunday, March 17th, for the Women's Day service, where their speaker this year is Sister Kenesha Duvall. Women are asked to wear white with pink corsages or either colors that are affiliated with your mission circle. Ladies, women, you are asked to wear white with pink corsages or either colors affiliated with your mission circle. So next Sunday, March 3rd, is Girl Scout Sunday. March 3rd is Girl Scout Sunday. Join us as we celebrate and recognize our troops as well as our leaders during the 11 a.m. worship service. Sister Helen Luster had a presentation. I don't see Sister Clark, but you still need, you're going to wait. Okay, we're going to wait until Sister Clark is present. Last but not least, there is a black history display that's in the gym. So those who have not already seen it, this is sponsored by the Sunday School. So go by the gymnasium so you can see the black history display, which is in the gym. God bless you. Good morning. This today is <clears throat> Holy Communion today. This is a good time where we have the opportunity right now to reflect and see the goodness of God, that he, what he has done for us. God has given us his son, Jesus Christ, to come down and be our Savior. He also has blessed us with this youth. Blessing us sounding like youthful angels in their voices. So keeping that in mind that we cannot beat God given. But we can always bless the Lord through our giving. And with that said, our spoken word for today will be coming from Luke chapter 6, verse 38. And it says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measures, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it shall be measured back to you. So how much you give, and whichever way you decide to give, we would like to encourage you to do so cheerfully as well as liberally. For God loves a 
Pastor, I think I got him that time. Good morning, K Chapel. First Peter, the fifth chapter, verse 10. And I'll be reading from the, from the NIV version. It says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you 
and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. We ask that you continue to pray for all of our bereaved families, the Brown and Anthony families. Mr. Willie Brown, the brother of Sister Carol Anthony, transitioned last week. We have in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Sister Lottie Gray, Mother Aline Sutton, and Brother Limus Magruder. We have recovering at home, Brother Herman Price, Sister Sandra Sellers, Brother Glenn Barnes, Sister Annie Poindexter, Sister Mary Poindexter, Sister Johnny Jackson, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Mr. Melvin Scott, Brother John Sanders, and Brother Willie Lindsay. We have those related to church members that are asking for prayer are Miss Lena Perry, Mrs. Dolores Phillips, Mr. Larry Milton, Mr. Clyde Cameron, Miss Renee Collins, Miss Laquana Caston, and Devante Knowles. And as you travel during the week and make calls, don't forget our long-term members. And as you travel, do as I always say, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day what? Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we come now this morning. We come, O oh Lord, with bowed heads and humbled hearts, thanking you for the blessings of this day. Father, you granted us a new day. You granted us <clears throat> a measure of health. And Father, as we go through this day and through next week, we ask, O oh Lord, that you would give us the love and care to remember those that are ill, to check on them, to make phone calls. But Father, at the same time, we ask that you comfort where comfort is needed, heal where healing is needed, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good 
Y'all know the song. Go on and sing it. <laughs> y'all been wanting to sing it anyway. Sing Yeah. If you need a friend, y'all know. <laughs> ah. I, I, somebody gonna get right in a minute. Somebody gonna get right in a minute. <laughs> Can we bless God for our young people? Come on, let's bless God for our young people. Amen. Bless God for our young people. Hallelujah. Leading us in worship. We thank God for young people leading us in the worship experience. From the dancers to the deacons, to the ushers, to the singers. All that you do to lead us in this intergenerational worship experience. How good it is for children and adults to worship God together. I just believe, I, I believe we are strengthened. I believe that young people learn something I believe that older people appreciate something when we all worship God together and how blessed we are to have children who are willing to worship the Lord, children who love the Lord, children who are not ashamed of the Lord. My God. And I would, I would, that whenever you see these young people up here, don't just encourage them, but worship God with them. Amen. Yeah, worship God with them. Amen. Amen. I was clapping the whole time they were dancing. because it excited my soul who has the final say. <laughs> Jehovah has the final say. Hallelujah. And there's no need of you acting like you can't clap if you add some other venues. And your song came on. Yeah, that that one, that one right there. <laughs> that would be one right there. Yeah, yeah, your song came on. We'd have to get you off the floor. Amen. The least we can do is give God the praise that's due 
his name. Amen. 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 Joshua chapter 4. Joshua chapter 4. Try not to hold you too long. Joshua chapter 4, beginning with verse number 15. Joshua 4, beginning with verse number 15. There you will find these words recorded. And the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Command the priests that bear the ark of the testament that they come up out of Jordan. Joshua therefore commanded the priests, saying, Come ye up out of Jordan. And it came to pass when the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord were come up out of the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up onto the dry ground, that the waters of the Jordan returned unto their place and flowed over all his banks as they did before. The people came up out of Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and encamped in Gilgal in the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until ye were passed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from us before us until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I want to talk from the subject, a memorial for future generations. A memorial. You can sit wherever you, let him sit where you want to sit. Amen. You can sit where you want to sit. Amen. You got the right to sit where you want to sit. Amen. Have a seat. Have a seat. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. 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 A memorial for future generations. A memorial for future generations. There's some things that are just hard to forget. Some moments that are so impactful. Some events that are so important. That barring any memory loss, amnesia, or dementia, or anything like that, you just can't forget it. That can be a good thing if the moment was a good moment. That can also be a hard thing if the moment was a tragic moment. Our memories of things can cause us to celebrate the moment or relive the suffering of the moment, depending on the nature of the event. Sometimes moments are so important that we decide that it's necessary to memorialize the place or memorialize the person or memorialize the occasion by marking it or making in it or of it a memorial. All across this nation, Memorials have been established or erected to ensure that as a people, we never forget the facts, the feelings, or the foundations that anchor us. In the Black Hills of South Dakota, you will find four faces 
that have been etched into the mountainside. Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and Lincoln, we call it Mount Rushmore. It's a memorial that calls us to reflect on the strength, the resilience, and the courage of these former presidents who led our country through some of its most difficult days. On the East Coast, positioned on the shore of the upper New York Bay, holding high a torch of freedom, stands the Statue of Liberty, reminding the world that America is to be a beacon of hope for the tired, the poor, and the huddled masses who yearn to breathe freedom. In the blue waters, the deep blue waters of the Pacific Ocean near Hawaii is the Pearl Harbor Memorial, which is built over the remains of the sunken USS Arizona battleship, reminding us of the day that 2,400 American soldiers died when the Japanese launched the surprise air attack, drawing the U.S. into World War II. On the National Mall, standing 30 feet tall, emerging from the Stone of Hope is an image of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the Martin Luther King Memorial, which reminds us of the continuing struggle endured by African Americans for civil rights in this country. But we don't have to go around the country. We can go around the block. We can go down to Gyne Street. And there we would see the house of Mega and Merrily Evers that now is a national monument reminding us of our native son whose blood yet speaks from the earth. Memorials are meant to call us to a place, a moment in time to reflect and to learn something of what has happened, good or bad, and how that what has happened has helped to shape us into who we are. They, they help to inspire us to be better than what we've been. They, they help to remind us of where we've already journeyed and point us to the way moving forward. This is what we see in today's text as the children of Israel come to a moment in their history. God says is worth memorializing. It is a moment so important and so impactful that the Lord commands Joshua to make in that place and for that moment a memorial that would remind them of what happened there. This is not the only place in the Bible where a memorial is built. In Genesis 28, Jacob erects a memorial at Bethel after seeing a dream of a ladder ascending into heaven. Angels were going up and down the ladder. I wish I had some Bible readers here. He looked and he saw the Lord at the top of the ladder saying to him, I am the Lord of Abraham and Isaac and the land where you lay your head is the land that I will give you. Jacob wakes up out of his sleep and he takes the stone that he was using as a pillow and makes it a pillar. He makes it a pillar and he pours oil upon it and he remembers the place where he had heard from the Lord calling it Bethel. This is not the only place where we see memorials built. In 1 Samuel chapter 7, the Philistines were fighting against Israel and the prophet Samuel took a stone and raised it up, set it between Mizpah and Shin and called it Ebenezer. It became a memorial of the Lord where the Lord defeated the Philistines. And here, here in today's text, God instructs Joshua to build a memorial that would stand for future generations. Listen to what he said. When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, 
saying, what mean these stones? When your children shall ask in times to come, what do these stones mean? When children see them and walk by them and are mesmerized by their shape and their size and their shine and they ask their fathers, what do these stones mean? Why are they here? What do they symbolize? Why are they positioned how they are Position. What is the point? What is the message? What is the meaning of these stones? Remember, this is a pivotal moment in the history of the Hebrew people. Moses had led them out of Egypt and has walked with them through the wilderness for 40 years. God allows Moses to see the promised land but not enter into the promised land. And that would be an assignment for Joshua. Joshua is given commandments from the Lord concerning the children of Israel to take possession of the promised land. But first, they must cross the Jordan River. Lord tells Joshua, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. This was the first moment of Joshua putting God to the test. I heard what you said that as long as you were with Moses and as you were with Moses, so you will be with me. Well, Lord, let's see. God tells Joshua. Get the priest to carry the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And when you get to the banks of the Jordan River, tell the priest to dip their feet into the water. And when they dip their feet into the water, the waters will stop flowing and they will stand on dry ground and the people will cross on dry ground just as they did on the Red Sea. For as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Joshua did as the Lord commanded, and then the Lord said, Now, now while the priests are in the riverbed, I want you to take one man from each tribe, 12 men, and tell each man to go to the riverbed and, and pick up a stone, one stone each man from each tribe, and bring those stones back out of the riverbank, and with those stones, I want you to build a memorial. Why? Because I want you to remember that what I did for Moses, I did it for you too. Wish I had a witness in here. I want you to remember the way that I made in the Red Sea, I also made in the Jordan River. I want you to remember that I am a faithful God. I am a good God, and what I said I will do, I will do. All the people cross. Joshua does exactly what God says. But he does something extra. Joshua says, I'm going to build my own memorial. And while the priests are in the riverbed, read it, it's in your Bible. 
he goes back into the riverbed and, and he takes 12 stones of his own. And he builds his own memorial in the middle of the river. The priests come out of the Jordan River. The waters return. And God has done for them what he said he would do. God says to Joshua, when your children ask, about these stones. You tell them that it is here that Israel crossed the Jordan River on dry ground. God says, I want you to preserve this moment, preserve this event, mark it and make it a memorial for you and future generations. Because unless you have some memorials, unless you have some monuments, unless you have uh, some landmarks and some signposts that stand as reminders of where we've been and what we've come through, history will be retold and reimagined and even rewritten in a way that it didn't happen. Am I right about it? There's an ongoing movement happening right now to rewrite and retell American history. States like Florida have determined that the best thing to do is just retell history in a way that recasts enslaved people as, quote, learning skills that could be used for personal benefit, end of quote. That quote is literally from the American history curriculum standards. I'm going to read it again. Learning enslaved people learn skills that could be used for their personal benefit. Others have determined that it's best not to revisit the dark periods of American history in order to protect the fragile conscience of children who need to believe the best about America. One presidential candidate has gone so far as to say that although America has had racism, that America has never been a racist country. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that this presidential candidate says that while having used her middle name rather than her first name for her whole political career. Why? Because her first name sounds a little too ethnic. Her first name sounds too other. It sounds something else, and so she hides behind her middle name. Listen, all I'm saying is we don't have to sanitize the history of America in order to love this country. And be clear, I love this country. And we can love this country and yet critique it. We can love it and point out its inconsistencies. We can love it and still push for it to be a more perfect union. We don't have to cover up the dark days of African enslavement. 
We don't have to whitewash sharecropping and Jim Crow and separate but equal and poll taxes and literacy tests. These things happen. We don't have to act like families weren't separated and children weren't sold and black people weren't lynched and women weren't raped and men weren't mortally disfigured because I read somewhere you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Don't hide the story. Tell the story and pledge not to ever let it happen again. Tell the story and make sure that those tendencies never see the light of day again. Tell the story and hold the country accountable for its transgressions. Tell the story and quit trying to make me believe that that was just a long time ago and you ought to just forget it. You might say that this month that we call Black History Month is a memorial of sorts. In that every February we are encouraged to stop by some of the important moments and remember some of the impactful people and celebrate some of the creative genius and study some of the unfortunate and unfair realities that black people have faced in this country. And as we come to the end of this month dedicated to black history, I would say that we need to remember it more than ever before. James Weldon Johnson said, sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. In other words, while history may well be dark, it can also be hopeful. But we must remember. That's what God wanted the children of Israel to do, to remember. These 12 stones would stand as a memorial, a memorial for what God had done and where God had brought them. These stones that I've positioned on this pulpit this morning, they don't mean anything to you. They're not supposed to. They're my stones. They're mine. They mean something to me. These are stones that were presented to me when I became pastor here. Program committee gave me this basket with these stones and read that scripture to me as God was with Moses. So shall he be. With thee. You thought I got rid of these stones. I keep them in my study. I keep them in that basket. And every now and then I go back to them and remember God's faithfulness. Remember what God has brought this church through. I remember church that burned lost half of the church and we had to go over to friendship to worship I remember I remember the, the times when we left here for conventions and, and we would ride with 
with, with, with you. With you. With many of you. And I remember the lessons that we learned in Grenada and in Greenville and in Clarksdale and all across the state. And, and now I'm the president of that convention. As God was with Moses. I see God's hand. I see his faithfulness. I see his finger weaving a marvelous narrative together. And I can't help but get happy. These stones, I pray that you have your own. I pray that you have something that reminds you of the goodness of the Lord. There ought to be something in your house that every time you walk by, you get a chill or two when you think of the goodness of Jesus. Every now and then, there ought to be something in your backyard that you can look at and it reminds you of where the Lord brought you from and, and how he brought you over. Every now and then, there ought to be something hanging on your wall that you can look back at and, and remember the valleys that he brought you through and the mountains that he took you over and the doors that he opened. Every now and then, you ought to have your own memorial that reminds you that God is good. That's what these stones were meant to do. For future generations. Number one, they were meant to remind future generations of their identity in relationship to the Lord. Look at the text. He says, when your children shall ask their fathers in time come, saying, what mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God, stay right there. The Lord your God. God says, listen, when they see this memorial and ask, you'll be able to say to them, listen, children, for the Lord your God. Now listen, a little Bible lesson. Whenever you see the Lord in all caps, the Lord in all caps in your Bible signifies the proper name of God. It is the name that God used when he met with Moses in a bush that burned that would not be consumed. And, and in the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrews revered the name of God so much that they used the letters Y-H-W-H in the place of his name. They revered his name so much that they made sure they, they could not even pronounce his name. They didn't want the holy name of God in their unholy mouths. They said, we don't even want to pronounce this name. And so whenever you see L-O-R-D in all caps it means it's the Lord it's the I am that I am it's the it's the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end the first and the last it's the El Shaddai it's Jehovah God the God of all creation the I am that I am the I will be what I will be that God Look at the text. That Lord is your God. The Bible says, God says to Joshua, listen, I want you to tell them that, that the Lord is your God. That Lord. The Lord of all creation. That Lord. That, the, the, the almighty God. That, that Lord. God says, I want the memorial built so that future generations will be told and retold that their Lord is God. I don't want it to be lost. 
for them to go wondering who they are and whose they are. For future generations need to grow up knowing that God says, I want them to know that I am their Lord and they belong to me. And the stones would testify that I am God and they are mine. God says, I want you to know that you have a personal relationship with me. I am the Lord, your God. That's why the psalm is right in Psalm, psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Psalm 118, the Lord is my strength and my song. Psalm 16, the Lord is my portion and my cup. Psalm 18, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Psalm 28, the Lord is my strength and my shield. Psalm 91, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. What are you saying, preacher? You need to know that as a child of God, you belong to him and he belongs to you. The Lord is my shepherd. Ah, I'm his and he's mine. The Lord is your God. The great I am is your God. The El Shaddai is your God. Elohim is your God. Jehovah Rapha is your God. Jehovah Shalom is your God. Jehovah Nisi is your God. And if God be for me, who shall be against me? If the Lord is on my side, he's more than the whole world that is against me. The memorial is a reminder of who you are and who God is to you. Number two, the stones. The stones are meant to remind future generations of God's prior and present faithfulness. They're meant to remind future generations of God's prior and present faithfulness. Look at verse 23. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over. God says, listen. I want this memorial to remind future generations that I'm faithful. Watch this. And my faithfulness is nothing new. Although it's a new experience for you to cross a body of water on dry ground. God says, check my record. I've done this before. And the stones are just a reminder of both my prior and my present. My prior and my present faithfulness. You ought to be able to acknowledge this morning that the Lord is not only good now, but he's been good. Wish I had a witness in here. He, he didn't just start being good, but the Lord has a track record of Grace being given and mercies being multiplied and blessings being poured out. Can anybody admit this morning that the Lord is good? Can you celebrate this morning that the Lord has done some awesome things in your life? Can you look back and see that the Lord has brought you from here? He, he brought you through this. He led you around that. But I wonder if anybody can admit, can admit that the Lord not only is he good, but he didn't just start being good. Because if truth be told, he's been making a way. He's been opening doors. He's been fighting battles. He's been looking out for you. He's been healing you. He's been protecting you. He's been guiding you. He's been performing miracle after miracle in your life. And while we 
celebrate what he is doing. I can thank God for what he's been doing down through the years. God has been good to me. All of my life, God has been good to me. Every day of my life, the Lord has been good to me. Anybody testify he's done great things for me? He's done great things for me. Great things. Great things. He's done great things for me. He's made a way for me. He's made a way for me. Made a way. See, while we celebrate Black History Month and the achievements and the contributions that we have made, we ought to go ahead and make sure that we give God credit that he deserves because you know and I know that we didn't just get here by ourselves. The thing you achieved while I celebrated and lifted high Please know, you didn't do that by yourself. Come on now. I mean, come on now. I mean, for real. I'm, uh, for real now. I mean, you good. But come on now. You know and I know. If it had... You smart, I know. You made straight A's the top of your class. Don't forget what country you live in. You know and I know that the Lord opened some doors, that the Lord changed some minds, that the Lord changed some hearts, and that it is not just because of your merit that you are where you are today. Come on and celebrate that with me. God just did some stuff. God just made a way. God, God just did some things that, that if he had not did, done it. Finally, and I'm done. These stones were meant to call future generations back to their faith in God and to their fear of God. It's in the text. That all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. I'm done. God says this, listen. Here's what's going to happen, Joshua. I'm going to take y'all, my people, into a promised land. It's going to be a beautiful land. Flowing with milk and honey. They're going to live in houses they didn't build. They're going to eat from vineyards they didn't plant. They're going to drink from wells they didn't dig. And, and you know what happens when life gets good. When life gets comfortable. 
folk look around and forget. Come on and talk to me if you can. Act like they had it like that all their lives. God said, listen, they're they going to be set up so good. And, and here's the tendency. They're going to forget who gave it to them. So I want you to build these stones and make a memorial so that when they're sitting in their houses and when they're drinking from their wells and when they're eating from their vineyards, they'll see the stones and remember that all of this didn't come because of them. But it came because of God. Y'all not talking to me in here. It said the stones will bring them back to their faith and bring them back to their fear of God. Some of us don't fear God anymore. Act, act, act like we're big and bad and can do everything by ourselves. God says I need you to have faith in me but I also need you to fear me. Remember, I'm the God of all creation. I'm the most high God. I spoke this world into existence. You better fear me. I spoke and the sun started shining. You better fear me. I spoke and the water separated from the earth. You better fear me. I spoke and the birds started flying and the animals started grazing. You better fear me. I spoke and this whole thing came to be and somehow we've lost our, watch this, fear of God. And God says build a memorial so that when they see that, they'll get their fear back. In other words, they'll respect me. Put some respect on God's name. He ain't just your friend. He's your father. Put some respect on God's name. He ain't just your buddy. He's the most high God. Put some respect on God's name. Good God of mine. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But I feel like testifying. You know why? Because there ain't no reason for a stone to talk in my place. The stones are built as a memorial to speak to future generations. The stones were built as a memorial to testify of God's goodness. But ain't no rock gonna cry in my place. Do I have a witness here? Ain't no rock 
gone witness in my place. Good God Almighty, ain't no rock gonna glorify him in my place. As long as I got a mouth, I'll tell my own story. As long as I got lungs, I'll lift up a praise to him. Good God Almighty, as long as the blood is running warm in my veins, isn't the Lord all right? Is there anybody in here that can testify today? Ain't no rock gonna cry in my place as long as I can glorify his name. As long as I can worship my God. As long as I can tell him thank you. Thank you for bringing me this far. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for starting me on my way. Thank you for putting food on my table. Thank you for opening doors for me. Thank you for healing my body. Ain't no rock. They'll remind me. But as long as I'm alive, I'll tell the story. They'll remind me of the story. But as long as I'm alive, I'll tell the story. Anything great, I wish you would stand to your feet and sing it with us.
the church is open, you can come by letter by Christian experience as a candidate for baptism. The door of the church is open. He's done. I'm gonna let my little light shine. I'm gonna let my little light shine. Let it shine. Shine, shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. I'm gonna let. gonna be a witness and I'm gonna be a witness for him witness, witness. I'll witness for him witness. I'll be I'm gonna be a witness for him let's end it right here he's done Stay right there. He's done. He has done great things. He's done. He has done great things. He's done. He has done great things. So many. He has done great things. Opening doors. He has done great things. Making way. He has done great things. Healing my body. He has done great things. Saving me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's done great things for us. He's done great things for you. He's done great things for me. He's done great things for us. Let us make our families stronger. Let us make our communities safer. Let us make our country better. Together. Together. We too love America. We too sing America. Our country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing, land of my father's pride, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom reign, let freedom Let freedom reign. Hallelujah, sweet land. Sweet land of liberty.
land of the pilgrims Mountainside not the only thing that God asked. Being a memorial. Hmm. Jesus asked that his disciples would remember him. That he would be a memorial that his body and his blood would be a memorial and we come together to eat of this bread and to drink of this cup as a meal of memorial service we remember that Jesus bled and died on an old rugged cross we remember we remember that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We remember that he gave his side to a spear, his hands and feet to nails, and his head to a crown of thorns. We remember that he was whipped with the cat of nine tails until the skin was ripped from his back. We remember. It was a bloody scene. It was a gory scene. And Jesus said, I don't want you to whitewash it. I want you to remember. 
just how dark it was. Because if you can remember how dark it was, you can celebrate how glorious my resurrection will be. It's all right to remember the dark days. Because three days later, he rose again. The night he was betrayed, he took bread and break it and blessed it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Likewise, after the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. When they finish, what did they do, Pat? Everybody stand. We are, we are leading, safe and secure from all the love. grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.